The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. It's Tuesday from the Taj Mahal of football, and welcome to the Players' Lounge, the official chip and dip of your Dallas Cowboys, and you are now rocking with the best. I'm Heckman Harrison, and Mm -hmm. these are the players in the building. My man, Danny McCray, and... Mr. Booby Trap himself, hey, my man, my man, our 42, but hey, boy, better know, church. Trapaholics. Boy, you know? look at this guy, what <laughs> I, Who needs friends like these, boy? Why this you walked into that like that? I, I, walk, I walked right into it, but man, I tell you what, I know y'all watched this game last night, and we're going to get into it because I'm sure there are a lot of thoughts circling in your mind about mm. The game that you saw last night, but before we get into that, man, wellness check. It is November, Men's Health Awareness Month, man. Yeah, so, yeah, it is, you know, people grow their beards out. Mm. You already there. Yeah, okay, yeah, you know uh, what I'm saying? But, uh, you yeah, prostate health, man, you got to go get your prostate. Y'all might not be in that we state. We ain't there yet. What is it? It's like is it 40. 40 or 38 or something like that? Man, I don't do it, man. Nah, I ain't. Get that thing, get it checked. You got to get that. Gotta get check. Get I'm, listen, I'm okay. I'm comfortable. I, like, that ain't yeah, no thing. Man, man. Health is well. Okay? Health yeah. is well. So, yeah, yeah, what I'm you got to do. But but also, mental health as well, man. Check on your people in November. Hey, they check on your people all the time. Yeah, no doubt. So, uh, brothers, how y'all doing, man? BC, I'll start with you. I'm doing good, man. Life is good. Football. It's going to be a good football weekend. You know, with college, NFL, Cowboys play on Thursday, Thanksgiving, food going to be right. So, I'm, I'm hey, it's looking, looking good right now. You got I can't your people, your people People's is you. in town they right now. So, town. it's, you know, man, about to be eating good, man. Mom Dukes in here. Mom Dukes, Pops come in tomorrow. Yeah. It's about to be real, man. Oh, about man. To I love to hear that. What do you got on? Yeah, uh, what, I, what? And bones. Yeah, yeah. You got a lot of rag and bones. Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> Can't, complain. Can't complain. Can't complain, man. Can't complain. <laughs> what you got to complain about, bro? I got, I got nothing. I'm okay. I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? My, my pick was right yesterday. Mm-hmm. Both my, Like I said, both my fantasy teams won. I'm all right with that. Oh, I want you. Uh, thank, yeah. Thanksgiving is coming, and my yeah. favorite part of that is that stuffing with that cranberry sauce, and I've been dreaming about it. Okay? So I can't yeah. wait for that corn. Cornbread stuffing with the turkey in there, smoked mm. turkey, and then the, the, the cranberry dressing. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I can't wait. And yeah. I can't wait. Hopefully, you don't run into a trip today. What? Tra- no, 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 no. I, I am yeah, yeah, very I am aware. I will not step in that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, uh, mm-mm. But I'm good, too, man. It's, um, you know. Blessings, man. You know, life is good, bro. If you just if you just hone in on it, man, life is good, man. I'm looking forward to Thursday. Got my whole vegan menu going on, oh, man. You know, man. we have to. St- I still get some of the sides, bro. I get like, the sides. You don't like, get chicken, bro. Said, do, you, oh, yo, do you do the mac and cheese? Or? Oh, cool. yes. I thought it was something mac like you ain't. I thought nah. it was something nah, about the cheese you, you ain't mess with. Or you're not like vegan. You just don't eat meat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you got to chill out. No, 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 no. that's not. That's not even. Go ahead. I'm with you. I'm with you. Go ahead. That's bro. not even. Not, nah, not that even. Hey, go ahead. But 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 no no no. Real talk. So you you. Do, what about like chicken broth, bone broth, like stuff like no, that? No, you no, won't do it. All no, right. Man. So so it's not like anything that has to do with with animal protein at all. Don't. Yeah, okay. It got mom and dad. I don't do it. 
Yeah, okay. Just at all. all. So, but anyway, we work it out, man. We got plenty of dishes. My wife, you know, she she put it together. She got some of my grandmama recipes. She has mastered. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, all of those things is is all good. But let's get into it. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. So, are the kids also? No. Okay. So, so, so they still eat the turkey, the ham. They tell all that. You you just got to smell all that. Yeah, yeah. Man. So, don't don't believe none of it when people say they go vegan. Like meat doesn't smell good, and they they lie. Every, 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 now he did it. <laughs> yeah, every, now he did it. It, it smelled good, don't it? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm about to die. <laughs> when I'm telling you, when that chicken come out, when that, when that fried chicken come out, I'm like, oh, man. I remember when. <laughs> like Marty. <laughs> just, just looking at it, man. Oh, man. It's, it still smells good. But mm. look, last night, man, we had a game. I even texted the group. I was like, man, what a game. Mm-hmm. What a game. And complete back and forth for fair. I, I will say this. I will say this. And a lot of people with complaints about how Philly's getting it done. I don't care if it's pretty. I don't care if it's ugly. I think championship level teams, especially when you can go on the road in that environment mm-hmm. and also in that weather and pull out a victory. I was impressed with what Philly did yesterday. I'll say this, and I, and this is this top to bottom in the league, receivers, running back, all that. Okay, stats. All that stuff, it matters, right? It's, it, it's, it just looks different, right? Mm-hmm. Their, their winning ugly looks a lot different than, than uh, Pittsburgh's winning no, ugly. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so like, when, when you when you talk about those games and, like, oh, this is just another team that, that, that they just find a way to win at the mm-hmm. end, just like, they're not like Pittsburgh. They're a t- totally different team, all right? They, they can figure out different ways. Hey, man, like I said, offense ain't rolling. Defense got you. We'll take care. Mm-hmm. Passing game, A.J. Brown, not rolling. That's all right. Jalen Hurts, at, at, at the end of the game, he decides, you know what, I'm just put it on, put it on me. The, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm running the ball. They start running quarterback lead all over the place, and then the game was over with. It was a hell of a game. No, that was a great But them game. drops is crazy. No, nah, it, it, <laughs> man, cast a drop left and right. But, no, it was, it was a heck of a game. Heck of a game. And it was extremely impressive because you, you get to see Philly and how they win in so many different ways. You know, A.J. Brown gets locked up. They was doing a heck of a job on A.J. Brown. Here comes the slim Reaper, Devontae Smith, just catching the over the top. I mean, it's just so many ways, man. Do you look at it first half? It seemed like that offensive line hadn't had nothing for Kansas City. Like they was, I mean, Kalafkis, Chris Jones. I mean, they was out there just destroying that that line. And so in the second half, they made the adjustments. Like you said, let's run a little bit more with Jalen Hurts. Let's get the the ball in Swift's hands, who looked dynamic once again out there. So you look at it, they just find different ways to win. And when you talk about making your team better, because that, that's what they do all the time at right. trade line. They make them better. They got two acquisitions. All right, they got oh. the buyer, the safety, yeah. and then they got Roby as well, the nickelback. Those two played, players might have made two night. of the biggest plays yeah. in the game. You you knock the ball out, Kelsey, yeah. in the red zone. They get the ball back. Buyer over the top. Intercepts, uh, what's his name, Mahomes. It was a perfect play, too. Perfect it was play. A, it was an in, in and up, man. You just, so you look at their organization. They find different ways to win. They've got better overall so far this, in the regular season by you know getting these acquisitions, not just sitting on the talent they have. And you got to look at them in, in the teams that they've beaten, and you, you, there's no denying it. you got to put them up there as a, as a top dog, not only in the NFC, but in, in the NFL, NFL overall. I mean, just, just <clears throat> going about the way they look. And then you say – they still haven't even played like that game where you're like, oh, that's them. That's Their best them right ball there. has not happened, and yet. they still nine and one. So that that was extremely I, impressive. I will say this: I think that is them. 
I just think, I think, they, I think they, they best ball is figure out how to way to win the game that they're in, and that's mm-hmm. and, and that's what it is. I think sometimes when they play a worse team, you might see them score fifty or whatever. But I think when when it gets down to it, it's that playoff type of football that they're playing. Of like, mm-hmm. hey man, it don't matter what happens. We're going to find a That's way nice. to win. And then I want to also say, that battle uh, between Pacheco and, was it Blankenship? Yes. Oh. That was a... Man, hey, they was wow. back. Hey, that wow. that's that's the type of Man. when you when you used to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. with Ray and them, like you started mm-hmm. to see stuff like that because Pacheco run hard. Yes, and and and, and Blankenship was like, hey, let, let's see it. <laughs> let's see. It. He was up for it. Like, uh, it was, oh, it was crazy. Oh, on the sideline, took him off his feet. Yeah. <laughs> so now it was it was an all around good game. Like I said, but them drops. Now you hate to see. Now you it. guys, you guys uh, as as players, former players, doesn't matter. You, I'm sure you can't turn that side of your brain off where you are still dissecting team strength and weaknesses. When you saw Philly, was there anything about anything you saw in them last night that you were like, okay, that's something that the Cowboys may be able to exploit in the future, or that's going to be a problem for them in the future? Nah, because I, I think our offense. No, they moved the bar pretty pretty well against mm-hmm. Philly. Um, but that's the scary thing about Philly, right? We go out there and we have one of our best offensive games, and they just Still find a way to win. Way. How do we adjust coming out of halftime, finding a way to put this team to sleep? And they have continued to find a way to do it. Even looking back to last year, they're looking up almost the same type of record, mm-hmm. losing yes. one game, and then they, they move throughout the season, and you're just trying to figure out how, oh, Jalen Jalen Hurts not healthy, his knee's bothering him. Oh, watch this. Watch this. Let's mm-hmm. run quarterback league. Oh, Swift. They pick up Swift uh, from, um, Detroit. from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Guy went out there. What, 90, 90 yard, 99 yards receiving last night? You're talking about uh, uh, Swift. Dante Smith, yes. Uh, no, Swift. How, how, many, how did Swift do? He, he, he ran the ball well. I thought I thought 99. Oh, those screens. He had a couple, screen, of, them screen. had a couple yeah, of screen yeah, passes. Yeah, yeah. He got three for He's 31. Not, uh, yeah. So, I'm, are you looking at him? <laughs> 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 He's not having <laughs> though. You know what I mean. Anyway, a lot of yards last night for Swift. Yes. Well, I'm with you, dog. He said it with no face yeah, like Are you still mad about the trap? Yes. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they, they, listen, they, they got a lot of different guys out there who can make plays, and they find a way to, to use use them whenever uh, whenever they need to. So, shout out to them. They they look good, but we get to see them in a couple weeks, man. Yeah, I'm we about to say, and, and what you said, weakness-wise. Any like weakness, it, yes. Overall, like I said, I mean, you find them different ways to win. It's going to be hard. But that, that offensive line for the Eagles, that first half – that Kansas City was eating on them. Oh, like Chris they Jones. was. Chris Jones was, was going, going to the all berserk. Yeah, he was going on all them. And the way they were able to bottle that up, I think we have the same, if not better, rush than than Kansas City. I, I mean, I would say that you can go Parsons for Jones, and then you know, but everybody else, the secondary pieces, I believe, are better here than they are in Kansas City. Dan Quinn, I think he's a better coordinator. I think you can get after Philly's offensive line a little bit, and make things hard for for Jalen Hurts back there. But the only thing they're going to counter with that is all right. Let's hand that thing off to yeah. Swift, and, and let's see what's going on because that's a weakness of the Cowboys. So, man, it's it's going to be a battle in a couple of weeks for sure. 12 carries for 76 yards was DeAndre Swift's uh, night last night, and it was effective running. Mm-hmm. He didn't – I believe he, he he scored – he did score a touchdown last night. Jalen Hurts scored two touchdowns, and that was what, what was impressive for me. They were shutting down the pass. They were doing a lot of things uh, as far as A.J. Brown was concerned, mm-hmm. but they could not deny uh, Smith on the other side. But mm-hmm. when their offense got stagnant – and when it got to the point where you're like Jalen Hurts, you're looking for him to have a moment, he found little things to do, whether it was moving the chains, whether it was down in the red zone when they needed a score mm-hmm. and, and that defense got tight. It, and there were points in the game where I was saying, Jalen Hurts, it, he's hurt. 
That's just from way he's not playing like himself. But then when he took the ball and, and took it into the end zone, I'm like, man, it, that's that's championship level stuff. Mm-hmm. And no matter how I hate on the Eagles, <laughs> I, I have to give credit where credit is due. But I'm with you on that side. That offensive line, that looked like they had some cracks in it. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, look, if Dan Quinn is not sitting back salivating saying, oh, man, I got 11 is going to eat against this because they were putting pressure on them. Now, the thing for Kansas City in the second half, I'm trying to figure out how did they go away from Pacheco? Why did they go away? Why did they go away from that? And what is happening with them offensively where they get going and then all of a sudden it just shuts down? They shut down in the second half. And I don't know if it's coaching. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm. And that's, that's how I segue over to the Washington Commanders because – Eric enemies offense, and you can tell, man, there's something missing in the, in the ingredient up there in, in Kansas City that's limiting them offensively, even though you got those. Yeah, trying to say catches. Even though you got Because they open. Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's, Why? Historically, I mean, if you look at it throughout the league or throughout the season, I think they're one of the worst second-half teams in the National Football right, League. When you're talking about Kansas City not making those second-half adjustments. And when you look at it in the past, it was like when when Mahomes got off script and he started scrambling around, there was Tyreek Hill, you know, 50 yards down the way. You could just launch it up to him. You know, even with Kelsey, it seems like teams are figuring it out, man, if you if you double this guy the rest, and make the rest of these guys win, you got a better chance. And that's what brings me to the Cowboys as well. I'm glad we started feeding, featuring other people as far as Cooks. You know, you see Gallup getting a little bit in there, right. Ferg. Because teams are going to do like they did Kelsey. They're going to see CeeDee Lamb and say, man, we got to take this guy out no matter what. I don't care if we got to have two people, three people on him. We got to take this man out. Can the other, you know, secondary pieces come up and still make this offense productive? And I think that's was something that the Cowboys have got to figure out going forward. And they're doing a good job so far. If you've seen, you know, Cooks these past couple of weeks getting the ball. But <clears throat> They gotta make they gotta make things happen when it comes to that. They got to. He got the ball last week. I mean, you know, four for four, four for four, <laughs> yeah, man. You four know what I mean? Nah. He was four for four. Nah, nah, yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, that's the perfect point of like, and that's what we've been trying to say all season of like, mm-hmm. hey, man, you got to find another way to win when they take away your main way, right? Right. So if you're running the ball, how we started off at the beginning of the season, and they take away the run, then how do we play? Mm-hmm. And then we start to see that oh, we had an issue, right? Mm-hmm. Going to bye week, change it around a little bit. All of a sudden, we've been looking totally different on uh, on offense. The thing that scares me about our team is when we put it all on Dak. <laughs> when it when it really gets to that time where the game is on the line, and you put it on your quarterback, like Philly put it on Jalen' uh, uh, shoulders last night. Last night, yeah. Are you going to protect the ball and still lean on your defense, or are you going to go out there and you're going to try to do some stuff and end up throwing all type of interceptions? Because that's what I appreciated from watching Jalen Smith uh, yesterday. He's like, my defense is balling. What I'm going to do is, no matter what, I'm still going to get them a shot to keep us in the game. And they pissed the shutout. Yeah, they right? they pissed the they shutout the whole time. Yeah. And then they come out and they're like, all right, now, now we have an opportunity to score. And they win the game because he made sure he protected the ball and gave his defense, who was balling, an opportunity to go out there and help them win the game. And, and one, when you see Jalen Hurts go out there and he's winning against teams with winning records. Now, that's the, that's the one. <laughs> Come on, we just got to keep doing it. It's the players' yeah, lounge. This is, is what we do. And, and we, for, for your point about Dak, is <clears throat> him protecting the ball, are you, you're, you're a little pessimistic about 
putting it on his shoulders, as you would a Jalen Hurts, who you're seeing now in those moments rise to that level to be able to put the team on his back. But Dak has been showing you over the last couple of week, weeks, he hadn't turned the ball over. He's protecting the ball. He's taking what the defense is giving them. And when you have a team like the Commanders that, that's coming in, maybe not the same threat that you had from the outside with Chase Young and some of the guys that they got rid of, but they still have Payne. They still yeah. have Allen. Yeah. They, still have, they still have an interior that can cause problems for you. When you evaluate the commanders, does any of that give you pause as far as our offensive line versus their defensive line? Yeah, I mean, listen, outside last week, we knew that still, like when we saw, we were like, okay, maybe he's still coming off that ACL injury. He's not as healthy as we thought he was because he had some rough snaps. Uh, we talked <laughs> about we talked about Zach Martin yesterday. We know he's going to be great. Um, we know he's going to have some rough snaps. Um, but you still worry a little bit, depending on who's on the uh, mm-hmm. on the other side of the ball. Yeah. We haven't really been able to open up the run uh, the running game as much as we want to. Like Tony Pollard had some good runs yeah. last week. I'm not going to say that we're a great running team, <laughs> right? He so, had a great. Come on, come on. Hey man, all right, it was really you. good. Yeah. <laughs> Mike McCarthy made the face and all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was good. Right, right, um, right. I, I don't worry about them causing us enough trouble um, for like. Dak to have to get sacked five times, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. Can they put some pressure on us? Heck yeah, they can put yeah, some pressure yeah, on us. It doesn't scare me uh, like a Philadelphia uh, uh, defensive line or a Kansas City defensive line or now, especially a San Francisco defensive line. I, it don't worry me like that. It's not. It's nothing we can't handle. Is this a game, though, for your wide receivers when you look at the commander's secondary? There's nothing on their side that could possibly worry you with it. Kendall Fuller, Cam- uh, Cameron Curls, a tackling machine, mm-hmm. Percy Butler, and uh, Benjamin St. Juice, I believe, is, is his last name. What what do you think about their secondary? Go with the Tolbert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, that's what happened. They, they secondary is very, very <laughs> gettable. Still with the Tolbert. <laughs> yeah, come on. No, nah, their secondary is very gettable. Like you, you, like you said, you, you, can get all, you can get the ball going in the right direction against their, against their secondary. The only thing that kind of worries me is, man, when you look at Washington, throughout this year, I just feel like they'll have those games where they're just poo trash. Like, they just, you know, look like garbage. And then that next week, Sam Howell, got, Eric Bienemy got Sam Howell looking like Pat Mahomes out there throwing up 350 yards and, you know, four tubs. And I feel like last week was that game against New York where they look poo trash. Yeah. Like, you got DeVito out there throwing for 300 and three tubs. Saquon Barkley running all over you. Man, I think they're going to come this week and be like, no, nah, we can't let that happen again. And so you're going to get the best out of the commanders. And I feel like you're going to get the best out of Howe and all those receivers as well because they got they got a nice roster when you look at skill position and all that good stuff. So I, it's going to be a tight game in my opinion. We're going to get to, we're gonna get to that. We're going to get to their offense versus our, our defense. But what about their secondary? Do you think this is a game where Brandon Cooks can eat? You can get the long ball going over the top. There are things that you can definitely create a mismatch with your tight ends. Do I think our guys will be open? Yes. I think I think that Brandon Cooks is going to be able to get open <laughs> a lot. On, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's going to be able to get open a lot against uh, the, the Commanders' defense. I think that Ceedee Lamb is going to have a day. I think he's going to be open. Mm-hmm. And they can try to double them all they want to, but I don't think they're going to be able to take him away. Ferguson is going to have a game. I just don't know if we are going to continue <laughs> what we did against the New York Giants, okay, and throw the ball to the right folks. You know because because we – listen, listen, and this is not if, – if they were throwing the ball to Jalen Tober and he was open, he was making big-time catches, and it was like, oh, that's the reason for us to keep throwing him the ball, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be saying none of this. But we saw this three by one, him by himself and one-on-one, Get locked up. Yeah. We watched the game last week. He getting target at the target, and, and there's no separation on the routes. 
Like, so when you get into a game like this, yes, I do think Brandon Mm -hmm. Cooks is going to be open. I just don't know if he's going to get the majority of the targets like he should behind C.D. Lamb. He's going to get you four. <laughs> he might. You over. If you're lucky. Go for, for, for 36. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then, you know, don't play fantasy football, right? So, but that was what you were just talking about. You were just talking about the fact that you have to get other guys involved. In what, that, not him. That's not what I'm talking what, about. Who else? Come on, Who man. else? Is, if you've got to get other – because you're going to need more than just your, your main top guys. Mm-hmm. You're going to need other guys like a Jalen Tober to be involved. You're going to need Schoolmaker, who, who caught a touchdown last week. You're going to need – him also. No, 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 that's not true. That, like, I don't believe that. Okay. You don't believe you that. You got CD Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup yes. as your starting receivers. You're gonna need all of those guys. You already use it uh Turpin. You need more? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> that's it. At, at some point you can have too much. You can have, right? too much. Now you can have too much. Now, we play too much. All right. Get these guys involved. Gallup, for whatever we say about Gallup, he still finds ways to make big time catches. Yeah. When, when you need them, all right? Mm-hmm. Separation don't look the same, but if you throw the ball to him, you know you got a chance that he can at least make a catch when he's covered. Mm-hmm. All right, Brandon Cooks is open. Turpin is, is showing that he deserves to be on the field um, more than he has been because when he get the ball in his hands, the dude, you, know, you, yeah. you trying to figure out how many yards he's going to get. Is it 50? I mm-hmm. wait for him to break one of them 50-yard touchdown runs. Mm-hmm. Might be this week. But, the you know, like, nothing against Jalen Tober. I just think he's behind all those guys. Nothing against Jalen Tober. I think he's behind those guys when it comes to route uh, uh, ball distribution. Well, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we got to talk about this defense, man, that's, got, that's heating up. The bazooka had two and a half. We had a pick six. We had a sack strip. Can we continue this versus Sam Howell and the commanders? Coming up next on the Players' Lounge. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites in a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season, Cowboy Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night through December 16th, Cowboy's Christmas Extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers, including the world-renowned Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders Santa Claus and appearances from your favorite Dallas Cowboy football heroes. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. Back here on the Players' Lounge. That was a long read, but I got it. That was good, man. No stumble, no stumbles. Fellas, let's switch on the other side of the ball and talk a little bit about our defense versus the Washington Commander offense. I will say this. When I watched the Washington Commanders, they looked bad last week. Mm-hmm. It was hard to watch that tape. But one thing that they do have, brothers, that we're going to have to talk about, and that is one Brian Robinson Jr., their running back. He's doing work. He is doing work. doing work. Now, I don't know the story behind if he took over the position from Antonio Gibson, but some kind of way this brother has come in and he is making a name for himself. And if the Cowboys don't watch it, he will definitely cancel Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> mm. He will make that turkey not taste so good. I won't be having any of and, it anyway. And, and he's one of them backs you know, that's given trouble to the Cowboys in the past. One of them big physical guys that are just – through the egg, got three yards in a cloud of dust. You know, a couple times, couple times. Next thing you know, he busts a, a six yarder, yeah. a seven yarder, and he's a he's a threat out of the backfield as well. Right. All right, the man has catches. The man can do it all. He's one of those, you know, whatever three down backs, whatever they like to call them. Yeah. So, offensively for Washington, man, they they got the skill positions in play. Like they got the receivers, they got the tight end, they got the running backs back there. But I truly think. They're literally one quarterback away, you know, from being real contenders. When How we talk many about years it. have we been saying that? that? And that's what it's been. And that's <laughs> what it's been, been. for like they, five years. They failed a they, lot. It's, they failed. It's up and down. I mean, Sam Howell this year, like I said, one week he'll look like Mahomes, the next week he'll look like DeVito, right. the bad DeVito. So it's like, <laughs> and man, I think they're really one quarterback away, but. This is a team that you truly can't sleep on. Like Carolina and the Giants, like we say, man, you you know, you can't sleep on these guys, but we all know they ain't no way, and you know what, that they should be able to beat the Cowboys. This is a game where if you sleepwalk, you know, for a quarter or two and let it be close in the fourth, these guys can mess around and beat you. So you can't overlook these guys at all. And, and I think offensively, they can give you some troubles if they have time. Yeah, I feel the same. I think, we, you know, we still are trying to figure out how we are against a team that can really run the football. Yeah. And Brian Robinson can catch the ball out of the yeah. backfield. He runs the ball well. And Sam, Sam Howell is, is like Fitzpatrick to me. He's like Perfect Fitzpatrick cop. of like, okay, I know that we could get three picks off this dude. Yeah. I know that we can but I also know that we could give up six touchdowns. <laughs> like, like I know, I know that that is a possibility. Yeah. If for some reason, when he walk into our stadium, he just owned that day. Like he could, ju- he could just be rolling. I do believe that our secondary, no matter how well he plays, mm-hmm. we should be able to be successful against them. But if you are slap, slick, uh, slipping or lacking or whatever, any 
<laughs> just an end. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, dog, this Thanksgiving not going to be pretty. Nah. This is not going to be pretty. Nah. Not for the defense, okay? Because like, at that point, you will have a team that can run the ball, mm-hmm. quarterback that can throw the ball with some serviceable receivers. All right? So this is one heck. Where how you felt against the New York Giants when I kept saying, "Hey man, just chill." And it's all right. It's yeah, not chill. Well, let me get. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Th- okay. This the one that I feel that way. Can't sleepwalk into this one. Mm-hmm. Thursday game, short rest, all that. That's true. And this real quick, but this kind of reminds me of when we went up and played Arizona. And the only reason I say that is they can spread you out. Like Arizona was able to spread you out receiver wise, tight end wise, and you weren't able to kind of condense that middle of the field and get after guys. And that's the same thing with the Commanders. Well, offensively, those receivers. I mean, from McCorn. one to four. I mean, they, they got speed. They and, got, tight they can, end. and the tight end can, can spread out as well. So, this, this is a tricky one. This is a tricky one when we talk about the commanders. This is one, though, when I look at your defensive line, we've talked about the offense, our offensive line versus, the you know, their offensive, their defensive line. Now, let's go with our defensive line versus their offensive line. And that's where Sam mm-hmm. Howell has been sacked 51 times already this season, okay? Mm-hmm. So, that means he's taking major hits back there. And you have a defensive front that is – Right now, getting after people, mm-hmm. all right? Um, it's going to be a lot of one-on-one matchups because you know the teams are going to have to try and double-triple team number 11. Yeah. In a situation like that, where my confidence is, is that now you can make up that space versus them with your pass rush, with the way that you – one is going to start with stopping the run. Let's just – Yeah, I'm about to say that. You got to earn, earn that right. Man, let's, right. Let's, let's start at stopping the run. That's number one thing that we have to prioritize because if we don't stop the run, then that makes everything else for them open up. Mm-hmm. And we do know that they have a guy in Terry McLaurin that they call Scary Terry mm-hmm. that, that you feel as though he is a matchup nightmare. But Deron Bland – and uh, Gilly, I think with those two cornerbacks, I feel confident in anything that the commanders are going to come with. What about on the inside, though? That's look, that, let me let me deal in my joy first. I'm okay? just saying. <laughs> let me deal in my joy. I, I feel confident that that we that, that our secondary can handle it. I still do know it's going to be it's going to be a battle. Like I said, if the quarterback is on and he can complete some passes, right, mm-hmm. or if, if there's a little bit of time for him to figure out how to uh, get from read one to read two, whatever yes. that is, it'll be a battle. I don't see – like, I have ultimate faith in the Ron Bland and Gilly. Those are professionals on the other side. And then mm-hmm. McLaurin is still one of the top guys. He mm-hmm. got speed. He can make any catch. So, I, it's going to be a battle, a fun one to watch. Hopefully, Sam Howe will come in here sleepwalking and we don't have to worry about none of that. <laughs> but, I, 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 you know, I'm sure we can handle them, but they're going to get their catches if Sam Howe so, you know. If he got time. He got to show up a little bit. Yeah, he can. <laughs> Let's talk about that Thanks, inside. Yeah. Let's talk about your safeties. Let's go ahead and move to, to that that part of it and, and your nickel mm-hmm. uh, position because you do still have Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson and like we just talked about Terry uh, McLaurin does any of that and we're talking about uh, Lewis right now yeah and and when you look at it I'm with y'all when it comes to the outside we talk about Bland and Gilly like I, I there's not those guys can handle they should be able to handle anybody on the outside that that the commander can put up there when you talk about the inside because like you said they like to put McLaurin at the slot as well Dotson we all know how you know tricky it is to guard him and Logan Thomas Versus a, a Lewis and maybe curse. even a curse or whoever they want to put on them tight ends. That's the matchup to me where it's like they're gonna have to they're gonna have to bring the A game because that slot like we both understand that's a, that, that position is one of the hardest defense the positions in defense because there's just so much space you got to play with so 
You got to be on your leverages. And and Jordan Lewis, you know, he's a, he's a smart, very, you know, football IQ guy. He understands leverages and all that good stuff. So he needs to stay on that. Because that's what I think has been getting him beat these past couple weeks is guys are crossing his face and getting outside on him. And if he continues that, it's going to be a long afternoon. But if he's able to use his help in there, like we understand linebackers coming down, safety's coming down, controlling the middle of the hashes, that's where all your help is. So try to funnel those guys back in there. But – we all know Dan Quinn. He plays, what, 65% man-to-man coverage. Yeah. So they're going to have to bring their lunch pail. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a heck of a night. BC, is there anything when you evaluate the commanders at this point that scares you? And it's for, for everybody. Is it, does anything anything about the commanders scare you? No, nah, not, not on a level where I'm like, man, whew, like, dude, that's that, man, we got to be – like, I think this defense should be able to handle the commanders. I mean, like, our A game versus their A-plus game, it's, it's, it shouldn't be a comparison. So, nothing scares me. It's just don't take them for granted. Don't sleep when you walk, when you go in there because they can and they will have the ability to, to do you dirty if you do so. Yeah, that, that's what scares me is – is is us not knowing which Washington team is going to oh, yeah. show up, right? <laughs> you just you just don't know. Mm-hmm. So you do have to be on your P's and Q's and stuff, but you can still walk in that game and 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 I feel you <clears> on like, hey, our A game is better than the A game. Mm-hmm. But they can make it a game. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you know yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like if we if our best shows up in their show, it's still going to be it'll be a competitive game. Mm-hmm. Like we did just come off a Carolina game where it was 17 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. I think that the Washington Commanders have they have more than the uh than the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see how it goes. Like I said, these short weeks are always tricky. Uh Thursday night football always tricky. Always. The, sometimes the best defense go out there and give up 40 and it's an offensive shootout. Sometimes the worst defense come out and they shut out the offense. You just don't know what's going to happen. And I I think that's going to be one of these because it's Thanksgiving Cowboy football. It's, it's Thanksgiving, and this is a rivalry game. You guys have played in this game. Y'all know it. It don't matter what, whether Washington – that's what you said. I'm, which commanders is going to show up? And, and you know from playing in this game, mm-hmm. they can lose every game and then show up on Thanksgiving – World beaters. <laughs> that's, <laughs> this, true. that's true. And that's I mean, and this has historically been this series. It, this rivalry rivalry between the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders has been around since the Cowboys entered the league in 1960. The two teams have faced off against each other twice in, in, since 1970. In 124 regular season games, this series has been decided by 44 games have been decided by two or more touchdowns, 50 games decided by less than a touchdown, seven games decided by one point ten games decided uh ten game winning streak by the Dallas Cowboys from nineteen ninety seven to two thousand two. So we did have a winning streak over them. But other than that, I'm telling you, it the, the list goes on mm-hmm. of these two teams facing off against each other. And I'm telling you, the Cowboys have the the higher winning percentage against them. But this is going to be a game that you cannot discount. So day mm-hmm. I'm hoping that everybody has a good Thanksgiving, but boy, save your dessert. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine how upset you would be right now if me and Church came in here talking about that. You ain't got to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the? That's what they I can't believe y'all trying to nah, play. Nah, nah, y'all playing. This ain't y'all playing. Y'all playing. <laughs> Look, man, I, I done got used to it. I done got used to it. When y'all come in here with that, I'm like, what, man? What are you doing? But that's, look, that's the way this goes. And you know that this is a rivalry. And man, it, it has been one that has been completely one-sided uh, since 2016. So we're going to take another break and come back for our legs. Last segment here on the Players' Lounge. 
To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more, the bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black dot com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap it to prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get a frame-worthy family holiday photo with Santa at the star presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his cowboy themed cottage in the star district now through December 24th. Book your visit before December 9th and save $5 with code star five. Visit the star slash Santa for more information back here for the last segment of the players lounge. Heckman Harrison, Danny McRae, Barry church, mm-hmm. Newey Scruggs is uh, no, he went, home, he went home to see his daddy. Oh, that is. Yeah, yeah, he went to see his daddy. This yours? Yeah, that's me. Oh, shit. What? That's, yeah, that's old school, man. Yo, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's I like old that, school, man. Like that. That's what you Danny, see, man, you know what? See, what? I was getting, but I ain't. Nope. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the movie. I can't remember. I man, you know what? I'm t- as soon as I came in here, what's my man, uh, Jesse Holly? As soon as I walk it out, he's like, ah, oh, you look like Denzel from Fences. <laughs> oh, not the Fences. Man, I'll tell you, I don't deal with Jesse Holly, man. <laughs> Talk about a hater in real time. Oh, anyway, man, here happened? we go with this. Um, how you got, Guys, we're chasing Philly right now. We are. We're chasing Philly, mm-hmm. and when you start looking at the when you start looking at the playoff when you're looking at the playoff race, this is this day they're closing it out. They, they they're getting stronger as as we go, and every game that goes by that they win, they get a little bit further mm-hmm. back. But are you you guys played? Obviously, are you clock watching now? Are you in that mode? Are you saying we still control our own destiny and we have to go in here 
and, and obviously pull this win out because that would be the only separator between you and them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not there yet. I ain't. I'm. I'm. I'm not. You know, watching their record just yet. Because I understand there's, there's a lot of games left, and anything can happen. Both sides, you know. Hopefully, everybody stays healthy and all that good stuff. But I'm not at the point yet where I'm like, all right, they lost this game, so we got to pick it up with another game down here. Not just yet. Now, if this was, you know, the final maybe three games or two, 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 three games, and it was it was close, then I'm looking like, man, I'm tuning in. Hey, these guys, if they lose here, we can we can get that jump on them. But yeah. in all reality, man, and I know it's coach slogan and slogan and all that good stuff, but you literally got to take it one game at a time. I mean, once you start looking in advance and seeing, all right, we played them on this date. If we can get these two games in quick, then that's when you usually drop one. And that's when usually you come in there sleepwalking because you look in the head. So they'll take it one game at a time. Mike McCarthy's done a good job so far as a coach here of making sure his teams are ready to play no matter what the situation. So they'll be ready to roll. And I don't think they're, they're, watching, they're watching the records just yet. Just not yet. It's getting close. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, you dropped that game in Arizona, all right? So now you're in a position of, like, hey, control what you can control. Yeah, <laughs> all right, focus on what you can control because really that's all that matters. You need some help from Philly. You get to play them again, but they mm-hmm. still would have to, you know, drop another game. You know they're going through their tough schedule. But right now you're continuing to try to get better right. offensively and then also sure up the, uh, your ability to stop the run on defense, right? So I think that's what you have to focus on to make sure you're playing your your best football once you get into the playoffs. Uh, you want to host a home game, that's, and that's the thing, right? But at this point, like I said, you haven't to me you haven't played well enough against really good teams to even feel like, like that is something you should be focused on. Focus on your next game. Yep. And then if you get to that point to where Philly drops a game and you get to play Philly and and now it really matters, then that's when you start mm-hmm. you start thinking about it then. Mm-hmm. Right now? No. Think about think about Washington. Mm-hmm. You're, you're on a short one. Sam Howell. <laughs> Sam Howell. <laughs> the bad Sam Howell. Yeah, Not yeah. the good one. The no, bad one. No. Now this could be the Cowboys thirteenth victory at AT&T Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I mean Look, this is as these games go on, and you're looking at a three-game stretch here where you play all these games at home. You could come out of this like really looking like one of those teams that has serious home field advantage. You could. You, all right. Last game that you have, that you've lost at home was to Tampa Bay Week One last year. That's nuts. Right, that, that, that's nuts. That's nice. And so, I mean, that's that's what I'm talking about when 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 you start talking about Philadelphia and them winning, how important is it in your mind, especially with AT&T Stadium now becoming more that home field advantage actually being a reality to you where you want some games here because that could be the difference between catapulting you into a championship and to an SB. It's it's a big deal. Uh you know, they're like 13 straight it's it's, it's a very big that deal. Is. But at this point, like you, you got to figure out a way to, to to earn that home game when you get into the playoffs. Yeah, we want we like we want to play a home game. If I'm coaching, all right. Mm-hmm. If I'm coaching, the conversation I'm having with my team, whenever playoff time comes, because it's still early, it's, a, it's still early still to early, be yeah. talking about the playoffs. Is we need to find a way to be able to play at home and on the road. Yeah. Right, because you know. It, realistically, you're probably going to have a road game. <laughs> what yeah. travels? This is why defense travels, mm-hmm. run game travels. I think that's why Mike McCarthy is fo- was focused on, hey, we're going to run the football because yep. that travels, and we're going to play good defense because no matter where we playing at, that travels that's as true. well. That's, uh, that's the type of team I want to be, but heck, yeah, I want a home game. Yeah, I want- you, got to. <laughs> you can still get one without being the number one seed, right? You yes. can still get that, that wild card, and you may need that. You may need that because you go on. I mean, you also got to look at, you know, the Lions, what they got going on over there. But 
Oh, they getting their home games. Yeah, they gonna get they gonna get one. <laughs> they they get that win at the end. They gonna win that division. You got to focus on what you can focus on, man. I mean, because right now, I think that's who's competing for the bye, right? Right at this second. Mm-hmm. Still got seven games left. Anything can happen. But right now, Philly has the, the bye and home field advantage. Uh, I believe is is Detroit would be number two. It's crazy how one and two used to be the bye, and now yeah, it's, it's not. That's it's crazy. One. You know, that two has to play on wild card weekend now where you used to be able to get off uh, from that. But something we've been talking about at Lent, man, we've been talking about this team from week one. What is the identity of this team? After 10 games, have you guys figured that part out about the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, when it comes to their identity, you know, at first I'm thinking it's the defense. You know, it's the strength of this team, which I still feel they are the best unit overall on this team. But I feel like when you look at their identity as a whole – Maybe just offense. Let's just break it up. Let's break it up, all right? Because that's yeah. me. No, it's no, tough. It's, no. It's tough. It's tough. What's the identity I, of the of man, team? Man, I, I got to say, the identity of the team is Dak Prescott right now. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's wow. on his shoulders. When you look at it, offensively, we already know that's what it is, offensively. And then when you were in your last biggest game of the year, Philadelphia, I would consider this the last, the biggest game that they had up to this point. Because San Francisco was before that, but Philadelphia was the biggest game up to that point. When and when that time showed, it was Dak Prescott who kept this team in the game and right. gave him an opportunity to win. Did he cash in with that? No, but he played <laughs> unbelievably and and kept them within striking distance. That defense was showing a little bit of leaky. It was a leaky little bit. They gave up, I believe, was it twenty eight point twenty eight or thirty one points? Yeah, one of the two. Twenty eight. So to me, I, I gotta say the identity right now, at least right now, we all know it can change, but I think it's it's, it's Dak Prescott. Yeah, I I agree because I think when you want to, I wanted us to have like this 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 identity of like we're a very physical team. We run the ball, we play good defense, we stop the run, and then we force we force you to throw the ball to us or we force uh, takeaways. But in order to have that, you have to have a good physical running game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And at this point, I don't think when teams are looking looking at us on the schedule, they're saying this is going to be one of them games where we got to buckle up our chin straps. Like I don't I don't think that's the feeling that they mm-hmm. get when they see the Cowboys. I think it's more now, especially with Dak playing the way that he's playing, it's finesse on offense for sure. Yeah, it's finesse on offense. They want to play with a lead and then they want to rush the passer. Not necessarily get physical with you on defense. Mm-hmm. They want to find a way to create some one on ones when they had the opportunity and then change the game that way by possibly forcing sacks or turnovers. Yeah. So I think our identity for me is, yes, it's, it's a little bit more finesse, but it's leaning on Dak yeah. more since they've come out of the bye week. Man, it's something about that whole thing. It, 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 it kind of gives me pause because I believe your defense has been carrying you a lot. And it's been because, hey, you get a lead, you run your defense out there, you know your defense is going to close the curtain on yeah. whoever's out there. And that's what we've been relying on, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think we started off mm-hmm. the season saying, all right, last year we put way too much on Dak's shoulders, or maybe he shouldered too much or thought he needed to play better. That's why you had the interceptions. This year, I think he's he's under, he's playing within himself and understanding that if I don't blow it, I don't turn the ball over, and I just put my defense back out here, my defense is going to protect whatever lead we we have when I look around the league at other teams like Philadelphia right now is just getting it by by any means necessary mm-hmm. is their identity. Don't matter how <laughs> we got to do it, we're gonna get it done by any means necessary. If it's whatever it is, if we got to win by one point, we're gonna do it. And you look at other teams around the league, their identities are starting to show. Dallas is the one team to me that there's so much gray area in what they are. Would you yeah. would, would you say that Philadelphia their identity is physical? 
They are they are going to try to win the trenches, <laughs> and then they're going to keep the game. Whatever. If it's tight, then they're still going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. If they're behind, they're going to run the ball, and they're going to play good defense, good physical defense, and find a way to win the game. If I was going to say a, a physical team just right off the bat, I would have said the San Francisco 49ers. Them, yeah, yeah. I said, that's a physical team. Yeah, yeah. that's a physical team mm-hmm. that when you go into to their stadium or they come to yours, you better make sure you – snap that thing because that's what brand that they're going to play. Mm-hmm. I think that Philly, for all intents and purposes, they have a little bit more finesse to their game because now you see A.J. Brown being able to do what he does in the passing game. I, I, but I think that's the thing of like, I think their their main style of football is physical. Right. They, they that's can, who they are. The yeah. tush push is them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's, sure. it's, sure. They don't get no more physical than, yeah. hey man, hey, we, we got two yards <laughs> to get. All right, we line up is is man on man right here, and we're gonna win every time. Yeah. Like that is that is the most physical you can get at that point. When did we talk about we talked about blanket chip yesterday. Oh yeah, the dude was because Pacheco and and the and, uh, Kansas City they are they are also a physical football team. Yeah, yeah they are. And yeah. you saw they was matching that uh, yeah. yesterday, right? So I think San Francisco, Philly, a physical team. I think Detroit, phys- oh, they, it, they, they, their identity they is yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah, a, a physical yeah. team. Uh, although on defense, sometimes they do they they're a little leaky. Yeah. But offensively, they try to get physical with you. Uh, um, Seattle, another team who, hey, we want to play a physical brand of football. And then you get to us, and it's like, we. I think we can be physical. I, I don't think we played that way. I think we tried to at the beginning of the season. And, you know, it didn't work with the Tony Pollard. You, you don't have Zeke anymore. Yeah. So that kind of physicality, the hammer, is not there like it was last season. My man, leave us with the hammer. <laughs> my d- yeah. Hey, you, hey, oh. hey, that's two for you. That's my that's man. Two for you. Yeah. That's, that's my man, D. Yeah. Always coming through. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, be back, we'll be back tomorrow, two o'clock for our, the last podcast of the holiday season. Well, the starting. <laughs> hey yo, we out, man. We'll see y'all later, man. This has been the Players Lounge. But this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?